But I think we're good. I'm just going to turn this up a little bit. Yeah. Cool. I don't even do anything super special. I just kind of like jump into the shit. Um, so, uh, hey, everyone listening. One of my great friends, Tiffany, is here. Yes. And we're fucking talking about plants. Yes. Which I, I'm going to give you a heads up right now. I know like jack shit about plants. Like you noticed when you walked up, the first thing you said to me was like, oh, you got a banana plant. And my first thought was like, I see no bananas. <laughs> what? Oh, she's probably just talking about the big leafy thing. <laughs> Like I said, to stop sucking so much. Cause you suck, Jimmy. Yeah, I have no green thumb. I've tried to take care of plants and keep them alive. I can't do it. I have no fucking clue. It's awful, but I love plants. I like love being around them. I even looked up an article before you got here about like seven good reasons why you should have like indoor plants and shit like that. So, you know, I'm all about it, but I just don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people are, are interested. They just don't know where to start. Um, for me, it's just finding those like basic plants that do well in uh, your space. So I tell people like the first thing to do, first thing I do when I go into any space that I'm trying to put plants in is pull up that handy dandy compass app on my phone and find a place where you find is like your center place. So like in my living room, I go to my couch, you could start at your bed. And then from there you look at your compass app and you see what kind of lighting you have. You look at the light and you say, is that north facing light? Is that south facing light, west facing light? And from there you can find the plants that you want to have in your space. Huh. Whereas I feel like a lot of people will go out and be like, ooh, a succulent. And then like they don't have any windows or anything like that. <laughs> like you don't need a succulent unless you have south west or east facing light because um, north facing is a very bright indirect light so you'll read about a lot of plants that have bright indirect light on them and you're like what the heck is bright indirect light bright indirect light is no direct sun but getting that light throughout the day that ambient light hmm. um so that's really cool to look at um yeah that's smart yeah you got you gotta you gotta know what kind of lighting you have to know what to bring in um, because I, you know, when I didn't know about plants, like there's a thing called plant blindness where you don't even realize plants in your, you know, areas. And I feel like a lot of people have that. No, and me. I, exactly. And I had that until like I got married and someone gifted me two huge ferns and I'm like, what do I do with them now? <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, and then I'm forced to like, look up, okay, what, what do they expect? But you know, yeah, you, you get your plant and you see, okay, uh, what, what do you need? What do you like? Um, That's so interesting. I like the way you started that because I feel like you're exactly right. Most of us will buy a plant because we like the way it looks. Yeah. And then, like for me, I'd be like, "Cool, I'm just gonna put this plant by a window," and then the bitch dies. Yeah. And then I'm like, I am the worst. Yeah. But I started off the worst because I, <laughs> I didn't check my shit before I went and got right. the plant. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Like, that's not how you buy an animal. You don't just go to the store and buy, like, a cute ferret and then get home and, like, oh, I don't have a cage or anything. I actually have nothing I need for this. Yeah. I mean, they even say that about, like, your home decor. They say before you go out and buy something for your home, picture where it's going to go. Because mm -hmm. a lot of people will bring it home and be like, well, I don't really have space for this. Or, well, you know, you just got to you gotta check your plants. And so, to me, that's the most fun thing about when I see a new plant that I like, I first research it i'm like okay what is this plant and where is it native to oh. and for me finding out where a plant is native to just brings up a whole nother a whole nother like you know you're transported to where that plant is from so if a plant mm -hmm. is native to uh south africa you know it likes a lot of sun you know it likes a lot of humidity and i say it likes a lot of sun because the sun is very powerful there but there are a lot of plants that like to live down in that dappled shade area oh. um, but they like a lot of humidity um so they're only getting direct light you know just 
twinkles at a time when the bit of trees move um and so to me it's just fun finding out those native habitats and trying to mimic those at home because some plants like really really dry situations um you know so that south facing or west facing window that you have that's just direct sun all day you know your cactus is gonna love that or your succulent's gonna love that um whereas a calathea you know these and a lot of people fall for the Calatheas. Now, my best friend, she's like, ooh, I want this Calathea. I'm like, listen, girl, it's going to be hard to keep it because it's one, it wants a lot of humidity. It wants bright, indirect light mm. and to be moist a lot. And for me, my worst thing as a plant parent is not watering. Like, uh, I'll just be like neglect, neglectful. I'll be like, okay, you're fine. Just because I have over a hundred plants. Oh my God. Do you know, I have over a hundred. So you have a jungle. Basically. I have a huge jungle, but it's a <laughs> matter of getting around to them when they need me. So like the Calathea that need a lot of that attention, this type of plant that has these beautiful stripes that lives in on a jungle floor that doesn't really get a lot of bright and direct light, but gets a lot of rain. Mm-hmm. I have to keep an extra eye on that so those plants that take a lot of maintenance i put those plants where i'll see them every day so i have my calathea right where i wash my hands where i brush my teeth where i get ready every day and on top of that i have a moisture meter on the inside what you get this you got it's called a i think it's called a a suswe or siswees i've got i've got to look that up but it's this uh oh susty s-u-s-t-e-e um and it's this little prong that you put down in your plant and it's blue uh, if it's watered correctly and uh, you know has plenty of water, okay. if it's uh, white, then you need to water your plant, and your leaves are probably gonna look hella crispy. That's awesome. Yeah. So and so it's like little tricks like that. You know, plants that you want to keep an eye out on, put those somewhere that you're gonna see them every day. But they also have good light. So the calathea makes sense mm. to put by my sink because it likes humidity. So it's got that running water. It's got the bathroom every time it steams. Oh, shit. That's so smart. That's it. That's it. So those tropical plants. Oh, that plant's from ah. South Africa. It's from the jungle. It likes rainforest. Put it in the bathroom if the bathroom has light. Like I told you, my yeah. best friend, she likes that calathea. But that, that bathroom doesn't have any any window so it doesn't have a natural light source from you know as several feet away from the window um mm-hmm. so i'm like girl we'll, we'll check on that just let me know how that goes <laughs> so so day two she's like oh yeah it's doing it's like it really likes uh, my place i'm like you have to give it longer than two days and a lot of people don't realize that that plants will take a little bit time to adjust yeah you're taking plants and you're buying plants of a nursery a greenhouse somewhere they're getting a lot of humidity and a lot of light and you're putting them in your little bedroom or your mm-hmm. little kitchen space. A huge difference. Huge difference. And so your plant is going to have to adapt. And so I feel like a lot of people, oh, I just killed the whole plant. Like, oh my gosh, like give it some time to adjust. And if that means maybe waiting to pot it up into a real ceramic or a real like planter, mm-hmm. then do that. Leave it in its nursery pot. Maybe you can slip it inside of like a, a bigger pot and just water it and take it out whenever you need it. But it might be at shock if you decide to you know, repot it as soon as you get home. Yeah, how do you know if you fucked up and shocked it too much? Um, some signs for me is you'll get a lot of leaf drop. A lot of your, your plant will just start losing leaves. Okay. It could also start to wilt, and it could also start to burn. The leaves can burn oh. because they're getting, like, maybe too much light or something of that situation. Mm, okay. But those typically tell me. That's, like, the only know. thing that I really know, like... Don't do it so soon because you'll shock the plane. I'm like, oh my God, I don't know what that means. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh man, there's so much to it. There's like a whole like equation that goes on. Have you looked into, is it like permaculture or something like that? It's not necessarily like houseplants. It's more of like creating like a garden where the plants, uh, depending on like the the acidity and whatnot that they put back and, and the other nutrients that they put into like the soil, helps like other plants grow and so it's like a weird ecosystem that they build upon themselves Mm, yeah i don't know i haven't researched too much on it yeah it's a farm thing it's not really like a a house plant thing but i was wondering it feels almost like the same exact thing because what you're doing is you're you're trying to create your own like living situation and so you're looking at a pre-existing living situation like all right what fits in this and that's super smart right yeah i think you can add plants to just about any space so can you do you move them around often or once you put them in a spot they stay there i like to move my plants a lot okay um just when i start to see um just certain situations like okay a plant's not doing very well uh, meaning like the leaf um the leaves are dropping mm-hmm. or the growth has slowed 
Um, I'll see things like that happen. Um, I'll also see like, you know, crispy leaves. And I'm like, okay, this has got to be moved. Like I just moved a plant outside the other day because these leaves on my ficus are very crinkly looking and normally they should be flat looking. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, man, what am I doing wrong? I don't even know. Okay, you're going outside. You're going outside and you're gonna try and figure it out on your own because that's where you like it. So, and, and you know, and when you do that, you can, like I said, you can always do that, but you have to do that in stages. So like when I first moved my plant out from my east facing window area, I tried to move it outside and I moved it to like a north, northeast facing area mm -hmm. so it was getting similar light but a little less light because it's going to get direct light now which was getting direct light inside but it was it was guarded by a window mm -hmm. and those kind of things now it's just the sun straight on these leaves so you've got to make sure that you don't burn the leaves by just okay you're outside burn you know like that's not what you want you want to just ease the plant on into shade and that's something that you do you know say you want to take out all your plants for the spring and the summer season after it's been winter and fall then that's the perfect time to just slowly gradually put them in the light that you want because if you immediately put that succulent that you've had in a really really dark spot and you put it outside on your porch and it's getting direct light it will fry <laughs> and you'll be upset death instant death <laughs> and i've been guilty i've been guilty of getting plant and then suddenly it just dies you know i'm just like man okay i learned a lesson and that's how i i view plants each plant is like a college course i pay six dollars for this college course aka this plant mm -hmm. let me see if i can learn something from it but guess what even if that plant dies i've still learned something from it yeah you know i've learned what not to do <laughs> that's crazy uh yeah your whole unboxing videos are fantastic yeah 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 uh hugo loves the plants i didn't realize that you could order so many plants at one time in a box it's crazy. Yeah. I I figure like you just don't ship plants. I don't know. I just didn't think about it. Like, You're funny. <laughs> people have like a whole, people have whole shops and whole things dedicated to plants, man. And, and that's the same. Like they're suddenly, people are suddenly like being revived with plant life. Like, you know, you see a lot more like advertisements about plants and, and things like that. So I'm excited for, uh, for everyone to get excited about plants too. I wonder if. We have more of, like, the quarantine caused everyone to slow the fuck down a little bit. Yeah. And I wonder if that helps. Like, I think so. Because people, people, people wanted to bring, like, the outside indoors. That's how I feel about plants. Same. Like, I feel the best when I'm in nature, you know, when we're camping. And so getting oh, to bring yeah. the plants inside is just unlike any other. The and then I, I see things differently, you know, like... I see Givans differently because I'm able to walk around in, in this park and see like, oh, there's a fern on the ground. Like, look, it's happy because the fern is oh, way shit. down here and the trees are, guard it's getting that bright indirect light it loves. It's so moist, you know, it's got sandy soil. And so you look at those things and you're like, oh, this is so nice. You know, Fucking like you just a. feel closer to the planet because you know, you can identify what that plant is and mm -hmm. you know what it likes and you have one in your home. So you feel like, okay, you know. This is fun. Oh, yeah. It's so devastating when they die. Yeah. Well, for me, it is. I'm just like, I'm sorry I failed you. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you definitely get disappointed. I I have definitely been really sad about losing certain plants. Um, or when they just start to fail on me, I will intentionally, like, not look at them and just put them in a spot where I'm just like, hey, dude, I don't want to look at you. And it's like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go away. What's that? I don't uh... see you anymore. <laughs> It's a little trumpet. To purr, purr, yeah. Purr. No, oh, wait. taps. That was the Death Star thing. It's I just taps. Did. It. That's it, it. That's, that's what I was trying to do. But I always end up going mm -hmm. Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you got generally, it. Generally, generally. Yeah, damn, I really was way off of that one. Sorry. Right, but you're there to save the day. So, what about Hugo? Hugo doesn't like to mess with the plants. Hugo is my dog, and he's about four he's four four mm -hmm. years old dang already yeah he's grown wow. he's just a little pup um but luckily he doesn't really mess with the plants too often hmm. if at all um in the unboxing video you'll see that he's very curious he smells he's got his like nose right up in there he's his ready ears to see all perked up. up his ears are all perked up he thinks it's something for him but then he realizes oh it's a plant it's not <laughs> So then he's just all up in my face. Yeah. The only plant I've really ever seen him take an interest in is my ponytail palm. And um, I think that's just because it's got like this grass looking blades. And so he likes to eat grass. And that's the only <laughs> one that's ever been of interest. So that one is outside for the summer. And sometimes he'll walk out and that will be like in his line of walking. And then he'll try and nibble on it. So I have literally lifted it up off the ground. So he doesn't have to worry about that. Nice. And that's the thing. There's so many like hang hanging plant options, you know. Mm -hmm. And 
um, shelves and things. Like I have so many shelves because I just keep getting plants. You know, it's just it's that easy. Yeah, I mean it was over a hundred. That's cr- I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't either until I had to count them. And I was oh, how long have you been crazy about plants? Um, yeah, well, like I said, as long as I've been married to about two years now. Damn. Yeah, I got real stoked about them. I just it just kind of became an obsession when i got those ferns and they're still and we still have those they we still have those two ferns that we got married in between we still have them and they are giant phineas and ferb are just (laughs) exploding (laughs) with growth and i can't repot them enough that is brilliant how big is a pot oh i don't know oh oh, that okay that's another thing right yeah you can put it in too big of a pot yeah you can oh you can uh what is it would that be considered over potting or under potting one of those two yeah like i went over to my mom's house and i was like tiffany come look at all my plants i was like okay mom i ran over there to check what's up first of all i picked the pots up this is your first indicator this pot was very very light Mm. just in weight it was just light and i could just like fling it up really close oh okay well obviously it hasn't been watered in a while that is one indicator that first of all you need to water your plant and it was wilting so that's why she's like something is wrong with it i'm like no you need to water it (laughs) um so that was one thing um another thing was i saw the soil um that was around the pot rim it was compacted together the soil had compacted into itself because it was so dry um you'll literally see like a space in between the dirt and the pot because Mm. the it's just dried all the way up. okay i can see that so um that's another indicator of like i said once again the leaves were wilted so it doesn't look the way it should um but then another thing was i looked and i was like mom you know i, I took the whole plant out i took the whole root system up and out and i separated the dirt from it and i saw how small the root system was and i'm just like this could fit in a pot twice as small as what she's got it in hmm and she just, she had no idea that that was even a possibility. And so it was like three or four plants that were giving her issues. And I literally planted all those plants together in the same pot. Oh, that's dope. And I was like, now you only have to water one plant. You only have to pay attention to one plant instead of four different plants. Um, and another thing, you know, with, with potting um, the right way is you want to have the right material. Um, like I love using terracotta pots. I think a lot of people love the aesthetic of terracotta pots. Um, one because they have a drainage hole most of the time two because they like to uh, wick moisture away you know like they don't like to keep things so so sopping so if i have a cactus i want to pop that up in a terracotta pot okay if i have um a succulent i want to put that in a terracotta pot if i have a let's say a peace lily uh, I don't want that in a terracotta pot because peace lilies like to be moist like a calathea does. They don't like to dry out too much. Okay. And so those plants that, uh, you know, that need that extra moisture, you want to put those in like a ceramic pot with a drainage hole. You better put that, you better have a drainage hole. <laughs> you gotta have a drainage hole. You gotta have a drainage hole. If you don't have a drainage hole, that's fine. <laughs> Just keep that plant in a nursery pot and then put it inside of that. Do you know what I mean? Like, No, you lost me. Okay, so the nursery pot that you get the plant in, Oh, yeah, that the plastic little, pot, yeah, that beautiful yeah, yeah, little yeah, plastic yeah. pot with all the drainage, which is awesome. You keep that, and you just put the plant, you drop it inside of the pot that you want to keep it in. Oh. Just so, then you, whenever you're ready to water, take it on out, water it, let it drain out, put it back in that pot. Oh, shit. Because if it, if, the water cannot escape if there's no drainage hole. Mm-hmm. If there's no drainage hole, the water has nowhere to run to. Um, you know, so don't don't set yourself your plan up for six for failure you yeah know i mean make sure your plan has everything it needs to survive i mean that makes sense we mm-hmm. don't really walk around sitting in our own filth all the time yeah exactly and so you gotta keep that soil moving and aerating and that's what i love about terracotta pots is that the, the soil can breathe and another thing about terracotta pot is you can after you just watered it the color of the terracotta will change it will change to a deeper color and so literally you can keep an eye out on that plant and then you can look at it and know that it needs to be watered that's awesome. Yeah, There's that's, so many tricks. And they're cheap. They're like the cheapest thing. You can get them up at the store, like maybe a dollar. And their saucers, also cheap. You know, the, you know, yeah, if you want to keep it really cute and really pretty. 
I mean, especially if it's indoor plant. Yeah, and you're sitting on a shelf. Yeah. Yeah. But it's so much fun to use any kind of like saucers. You know, I like to use like leftover like candle lids. Oh, that's um, dope. Because I use the jars and I make my husband drill a hole in the bottom because I need a drainage hole. Uh, But the tops of these candles, I will use as little saucers for underneath my plants. And they're the cutest thing. I'm like, man, why did I never think of this? I love that. It's adorable. Yeah, reduce, recycle, reuse. I'm all about it. Hell yeah. Like, what you want to throw it away? You can yeah. put a plant in that. You can put a plant in that. Hell yeah. We had, I mean, we had a lot of liquor bottles at one point. And Wade and I were trying to figure out a way to, well, we wanted to, like, cut them up or whatever and try and turn them into some kind of plant thing. I don't know if we were going to try, like, hanging them or whatever the hell the idea was. And uh, after, oh, shit, we had probably, like, 15... <laughs> bottles and then we had to move and we're like well we're not going to load all of this empty bottles so we ended up getting rid of them but it was such a cool idea i'm like you got to reuse them somehow it'll be so amazing to see all these bottles full of like plants i don't know how it worked but it sounded fucking cool well at home i like to use utilize them in a couple different ways at home i like uh, to gather them and put them outside where rain will fall into them. And that's where I keep my rainwater. Because um, oh. some plants need rainwater. So we're going to go back to Miss Diva Calathea. Plant. Oh my gosh, this thing does sound like a diva. She's a diva because <laughs> she doesn't like to be watered with tap water. She likes to be watered with rainwater hmm. or water that has sat out for 24 hours so all of the chemicals can leave it. So these plants are divas to a T. Wow. I don't even think I told my best friend that. I need to let her know that she needs to be watering with not regular tap water because she's going to find brown spots and be like, what am I doing wrong? Um, oh, man. So, yeah, I like to put those around my house in areas where the water tends to fall and um, and use that to collect rainwater. One is what I like to use liquor bars for. Two, I have a wine rack in my bedroom that I've repurposed as a plant propagation station. Um, so I've got six little holes where wine bottles fit. Um, and so normally that'd be for wine that's full that you want to eventually drink. But mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I've drank all of the wine. I've drank all of the liquor. <laughs> they put these on the walls and I will find little plant cuttings and pop those inside of there. And then I will squirt water into the bottles and the plants propagate there. What? And they live there. It's like a little, it's on little rainforest. It's on little rainforest. That's awesome. It's really fun. Yeah. So I keep like nice fancy bottles for things like that. Hell yeah. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Reduce, recycle, reuse. There's so many unique things. Especially, so many things. Oh, you get so distracted. Like if I scroll through like, I usually don't go on Pinterest, but there's a lot of like crazy <laughs> things on there. Yeah. I always get caught like when I'm Googling something, you see like, oh, I really like that. You click on it. It's like, oh, let's go to Pinterest. I'm like, no. But like same thing, Instagram does the same. Thing. I see so many like cool shit and it's like, I just go down the rabbit hole. Yeah. It's, it's so easy to yeah. get caught up in all those. All like, plant people are geniuses. Well, like terrariums are one of those things I see a lot of, like, but I feel like I'm pretty crappy at terrariums. Really? Yeah. Oh, don't they take care of themselves? They take. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's oh. why it doesn't make any sense because I'm just like, oh, I'm pretty bad at just like keeping them alive. Because um, I have an open one. Mm. So the open one, you have to water a little bit. So maybe if I just put a top on it and just say, do your own thing, maybe you'll be okay. <laughs> I also like to use like, um, you know, if you have your terracotta pot and your terracotta pot breaks, you're my husband and you've knocked it over or one of his friends have knocked it over and then it falls to the ground and breaks. You can use those clay pieces um, to cover your drainage holes in your pots. Um, So when you're potting up your plant and, you know, the drainage hole is great, but soil will fall through the bottom of the pot if you don't have something covering the drainage hole. Mm -hmm. A lot of people like to use a piece of mesh. Um... A rock I like to use or like a broken shard of terracotta. You can use that broken piece of terracotta, hmm. put it over your drainage hole, and then put the soil in. That way the water can escape still because there's a drainage hole, but the soil won't fall out because there is a piece of something stopping it. Huh. Mm-hmm. So some people like to use coffee filters too. They'll just put a, rip a piece of coffee filter, pop it right underneath. Okay. Now, do you compost at all and add that to your plants? No, I don't compost. I should, but I'm I'm definitely intrigued with all of the ways that people do compost. Yeah, Wade and I don't really do a lot of composting, but we do have a bucket that we dump our coffee grinds into. That's got to mean something. And I mean, coffee grinds are good for plants. That's you what know? I've heard. I know because they have a lot of acidity in them. Mm-hmm. And my grandfather lives in Kentucky. He is like really into farming. Like he's always been a farmer. 
And uh, apparently my dad's like, you should see his garden. It's crazy. <laughs> and he said that the highest city is really good for like blueberries because they You're like right. that kind of shit. You took the words out of my mouth. Blueberries are perfect. I have a blueberry bush and I will add coffee grounds to it just, you know, to amp the soil up. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's the one acid plant, acid, acid plant, the one acid loving plant that does come to mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If only it just grew on plants. That'd be great. Yeah. In a, in a world. I know. Well, I mean, we have other good plants. That's true. Yeah, for real. All right. There was something else I really want to... Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Explain this, if you can. The fuck is up with air plants? Oh, they're, they're one of my challenges. It's... I've had probably like five air plants, and I currently only have two living ones. Hmm. They are pretty tough for me, because once again, they're one of those things that you think, oh, it should pretty much take care of itself, right? Not yeah. all the time. Um, so air plants fall in the Tillandsia family, if you want to be technical about it. Um, a lot of times that looks like the moss hanging from the tree outside. Spanish moss is an air plant. Huh. It is part of the Tillandsia family. Um, and so are a lot of the other plants. Like we'll, we'll find air plants like in Florida. They'll be on the ground. In South Carolina, they're on the ground. You find them up in the trees. And so for me, uh, I can't get them right because I don't seem to water them enough. Okay. Um, so a lot of mine will just turn to a crisp or literally just like fall apart on me and i'm like why what did i do wrong but the technical the, the technical way to take care of an air plant is to uh, soak it in water for a few hours um that water also recommended to be rainwater or you know some water that is not tap water okay um i actually have an air plant spritzer for food it's like air plant food that i spritz into the water and then i dunk the air plant um, but like one of my friends who like live, you know, her plant is doing just fine. And she's like, oh, I just run it under water for like 10 minutes. And I'm like, what? Is that the trick? Because I soak mine maybe overnight, uh, maybe for a few hours, but I'm trying to get it down, man. And that's, you know, they are in my humid area. You know, they like humidity too. Okay. So they're inside my bathroom. I'm trying to keep these two alive. I keep them, you know, where I use the bathroom every day. So I don't forget about them and they don't crisp up on me. Um, but yeah, that's, they'll crisp up and they'll just fall apart and, and, and for me, but yeah, they're, they're definitely a mystery. They don't need soil. They just collect yeah. all of their nutrients and water things from the air. You water it maybe sometimes, AKA when it rains. That's, that's one thing I need to touch upon is watering. Watering is huge for all plants, not mm -hmm. just Tillandsia for all plants. Um, I, you know, I went, I was like, mom, when's the last time did you water this plant, man? It's pretty terrible. <laughs> She's like, oh, I threw a little, I threw like a cup of water on it the other day. I'm like. A cup of water is oh. not going to do anything. Like I was so upset with her. When you <laughs> when you water plants, and I'm talking any plant, I'm talking your cactus, I'm talking your succulent. When you water these plants, you want that soil to be drenched. You want your plant to pee, meaning mm. it has a drainage hole. Right. You want the water to come all the way through the bottom. When the water starts coming through the bottom, then you can stop watering. Because oh, the, if you just throw a little bit of water on there, that plant is... Like the, all the roots are not going to be able to get to get that water. Do you know what I mean? You need to soak that plant. Oh wow! Fair so we can point. get what it needs. Yeah. Because if you don't, what you doing? Oh my god, that's the plant is that's thirsty. So obvious. The but plant is thirsty. I never thought about it. You that gotta, way. you gotta, you gotta soak it. You really have to soak it. And and like you know, my best friend, you know, she's trying to do the plant thing. But it's not really working out. She's also getting pest, which she's also getting very frustrated with. She's like, oh. you did not tell me that this plant came with bugs. I'm like, listen, it didn't come with bugs. The bugs just came because you was not doing something right. Oh, really? Yeah, so Miss Calathea that I'm talking about, Miss Diva, mm -hmm. she is very prone to spider mites. Hmm. Spider mites come when you're not keeping a plant humid enough when you're not when it's when it when it gets so dry that's when the spider mites come that's but if wild. you missed it every day if you got your little bottle sprayer and miss it every day it, it i'm sure the spider mites will stay at bay that's crazy i never thought about that at all yeah yeah she was really frustrated huh. and she's like this came with plants i was like no it didn't come with the plants like it just came because you did something wrong yeah bugs are always there bugs are always there yeah and that, you know and and, and if you don't like the bugs then get some neem oil Neem oil will save your plants. Neem oil yeah, gets... What, what is that? Neem oil is a horticultural oil oh. um, that prevents pest. The pests do not like it. 
Hmm. Um, it doesn't affect any plant at all? doesn't affect them. You can spray it directly. I spray it on the soil. I spray it on the underside of the leaves and the top of the leaves. And then Sweet. I wipe the plant down. Because you want to keep your plants dust-free. If your plants are not dust-free, they're not collecting all the light that they can get. Oh, shit. I yeah. didn't think about that either. If there's dust on the leaves. Clog pores. Clog pores. You, you got it. You right. took, yeah, clean those go. motherfuckers off. Yes, very true. <laughs> got to keep the pores. Got to keep everything fresh and plushy. So Richard and Whitney went out of town... I mean, when do they not yeah. go out of town? Uh, but they have... Have you seen their garden lately? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Motherfucker is flourishing. It's popping. Oh, it's yeah. popping for sure. So they have Wago over there to water the plants. And so he had a spray bottle. And it was like one of the first times I'd ever like noticed that people water their plants with a spray bottle. I was like, oh, you don't have like the giant garden? Like, I'm going to dump all the water on here. here. Goes. He's like, I don't know if this is exactly what they wanted me to do, but he was... Just laying it on all, he hit every single plant and like all the leaves. He got even down in the soil and all that shit. And I was like, I've never thought about spring. Oh shit! Well, Mary did that. Oh god, well, she don't <laughs> listen to this. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so I just don't pay attention, I guess. But yeah. You're right though. Talking about the water thing, there's so many different ways, and it's so important to find out like how you're supposed to water these motherfuckers. It's, yeah. It's nuts. Because I would definitely be the dude who's like, yeah, all right, good enough, and right. I would move on, and then that's. I'm not feeding it enough, like the, because some plants probably need to get moisture through the leaves themselves, right? Um, some enjoy that, you know, so, but some don't, you know, like so, like you have humidity-loving begonias, for example. Begonias love humidity, but they do not like water on their leaves. That's so weird. Which is so backwards. Yeah. But like <laughs> the calathea does, you know, if it's filtered water, because if it's not, if you spray water water on it, that's not like filtered or oh, not hell water, no. it's going to get spotty. And that's what I'm saying. Drama, drama, drama. But begonias, <laughs> I've lost one of my begonias as well because it was not, um, you know, humid enough. But then I went and sprayed it with some water and I thought I was doing it good. You started to see the edges of this plant like melt away. Like they were just, what? it would just like melt away. And I was so sad. And then the whole plant died and then it came back and then it died again. Oh shit! So, this is like you you learn sooner than not. But yeah, so you would think wild. you would think all plants would enjoy the same thing, but they don't. They're all they're all really weird. And even succulents, like succulents, don't really like water touching their leaves either. Hmm. So when I water succulents or cacti, I like to get like a little like a squeeze like nozzle bottle that has like a little. Um, like a like a perfect stream of water mm -hmm. so i like can direct neck. yes so i can direct where i want to put the water i don't want it touching you know i don't want it getting moist because then you'll have something rot on you and you'll be like how did this happen yeah. um you know like classic snake plant you know people have love the snake plants the sansevieria should i say hey we just got one of those and i just seen it uh but it's it's you know that's not even in the sansevieria family anymore now it's a dracaena now it's in the dracaena family so that's what i'm saying things change every day with plants these plants have been around for millions and millions of years sure. we are just now classifying them in the right ways and mm -hmm. then we're changing those classifications but even so that snake plant if you overwater that guy you will know real quick my husband overwatered uh one of my snake plants and it only had one leaf for a long time oh shit and i think a part of that was when he watered you know i didn't ask him to water he's trying to be nice you know whatever <laughs> so he was pouring the water directly into these like rosettes you know that are that the plant is forming yeah yeah, yeah. And so, so then it the, sits there then it sits in there and it rots those leaves oh. and so you really have to you know Figure out about each plant before you bring it into your home, but that's the that's the beauty. That was the beauty of you know collecting these plants or just making them part of your family. Like they're part of my home now. You know Hugo loves them and I'm obsessed. Yeah, that's I it. love being around them. Yeah, we talked a little bit about that mm -hmm. already. That was part of the seven reasons you should have plants inside. One of them is uh, it just shit, man. I'm just gonna have to look this up. Yeah, I can't remember all this all time. We All right. We're like halfway through already. Dope. Now, I've heard a lot of myths with this one. But number one, it says to help purify the air. Oh, okay. Well, so NASA did a uh, an experiment. And they did some research in this department. And they found that, yes, this is true. But it's not like a... It's not... You would need you would need like a lot of plants, okay, to make a significant impact. A lot, as in like fifty per room. Oh my god! Like that would be amazing, though. 
So yeah, which would be mega dope. You know, yeah. I'm I'm almost there. <laughs> so yeah, you are. I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, well, if things really go down, I've got the best air in Charleston. You know, <laughs> but not even. You know, if I want, you know, my house is what, seven hundred, eight hundred square feet, something like that. I would need like eight hundred plants to really do that. Oh my god! To do so to do much. what NASA's talking about, they can right. do. So yeah, for, for, but you know, you've got plants that do a better job at cycling that good air than other plants, like snake plants, for example. Mm. Those omit the most oxygen at night, so those are great for your bedroom what? space because they help you. They help you sleep. And and think about that's it. one of the things to see. And even if it's just even if it's just a little bit, you know, say it's not really it's not doing too much. It's better than nothing. Do you oh, know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. If I have an empty house that I just painted and I want those like toxic smells and toxic fumes the first thing I'm gonna do is move plants into that room nice so the that doesn't affect the plant at all no the plant just cycles that air that's you know the crazy. plant grabs it and then take that's, that's what makes them so amazing they're just helping us <laughs> they're just helping us just let them help you people <laughs> oh we should make a shirt of that yeah the just plant. Let, them help like, you. let me help you they just want to help you okay Oh, they even give you like a little list. Uh, following are some of the best indoor plants that make air purifiers. Uh, spider plant. Yep. Aloe vera. Yep. Which I think is on a lot of these. Uh, snake plant, you already said that. Peace lily. Peace, yeah, they're fantastic. Uh, oh, fuck. Chrysanthemum. Flowers. Yeah, that motherfucker is a crazy ass word. Yeah. And uh, a bamboo palm. A bamboo palm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not like a bamboo tree then. Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. I'm like looking at all these. I don't really know. Bamboo like, palms, they just have like a certain look. Like their leaves are like a little skinnier. And so that's, they're called like bamboo palms. And they're oh, really okay. resilient. Um, oh, I definitely have seen that then. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like all plants have some si- some sort of way that they're helping purify your home. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't know about cactuses. They're like succulents. <laughs> but like things with a lot of leaves in my head, they're going to do the trick. And yeah, they give you that sense of like peace. You know what I mean? Like I wake up in my home and I'm, every day it gives me something to look at and check on. Before I even put my glasses on or my contacts in, I'm looking at what these plants are doing. I'm seeing if there's any pest, first mm-hmm. of all. I'm checking that. That's the first thing I'm checking. Making sure I have no mealybugs or spider mites. Um, second, I'm like, okay, do I need to water this sucker soon, later, never? You know, I'm figuring that out. And a lot of times that's when I decide to move my plants, um, which doesn't always work out too well because I end up like <laughs> dropping them or weird things. Um, but, you got to have glasses on for that. Yeah, I need to have my glasses on for that and I just don't want to put them on. But, you know, I'm looking at these things and I'm looking at these plants very, very closely um, to see what I can be doing better and to see if they like their environment. Um, I also like to group my plants together according to their needs. Like a plant, plants that need to be watered a whole lot, mm-hmm. I've got those in the same space. You know, I've got all my calatheas in the bathroom because they all like that humidity. They all need to be watered around the same time. Um, as whereas in my southwest facing window, I've got a bunch of my succulents, a bunch of my cactuses, very low maintenance plants that get a lot of sun. That's dope. You just group them together. It's probably so nice to start your morning that way. Yeah, it's very. Uh, what time do you grounded. normally get up? Uh. I tr- Hugo wakes me up around 10 a.m. Okay. If he can help it. But that's when I love it. I love it because then I get to catch all the light going on. That's about to say, like, the sun's like. Yeah, I get to perfect. catch, like, my bedroom is an east facing window. So I get to wake up and see the plants getting all that light from the east facing window. And then as the day goes on, I get to see the south facing window, the west, and the north, you know, doesn't really get a lot of action, but. That's where a lot of your bright and direct light plants go, man. I mean, like the Calathea I'm talking about, Miss Diva, she also likes a north-facing window because no direct light actually touches her leaves. Interesting. She's like, oh, no, not me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, uh-uh, don't you? Don't you even touch me. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Whitney used to do the same thing. Whenever I lived with her, she would sing good morning to her plants and check on them every morning. Yeah, that's why we're best friends. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever they would go out of town, I would try to do that. But I was good at singing... Not really good at anything else. <laughs> I, like, I don't know what you need. I'm going to move on. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. oh, right, I already sung a little serenade, so it was time for me to go. Yeah, that's all I need to do, right? <laughs> all right. See, that's another thing with the succulents. I'm getting off subject. Well, we're no, on that's subject. fine. Plants are all subject. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. They feel the exact same happy and sad. What do you? <laughs> the succulents. Why do you say that? Because they're just like hard as a rock. Yeah. Well, I guess with like cactus can turn into like roots, right? That's a problem. They get like real hard and brittle. Cactus? 
right? Don't they like the big? Don't they get all rooty? Like a uh, not root, like bark like you, or something? Oh yeah, okay. yeah. The way they start to like harden. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Which is not good, right? No, that's fine. That's just the plant maturing. Oh. Yeah. Oh, fuck. No, it's no. If you've seen that before, that means the plant is getting like established. Mm. So you'll see a lot of plants that will do that. You'll see um, plants that will start off looking very fleshy, and then over time, their base starts to kind of harden, mm-hmm. um, just so it can support the plant, which is really oh. cool. You know, the plants adapt in a crazy, crazy, crazy way. Fuck! I thought I was doing something wrong. I mean, it wasn't even my plant, but I was like, that's probably not good. And it was fine. Yeah. yeah. Unless it looks like it's burned, like sometimes burnt. Yeah. But if it was the no. base, it turns kind of like woody. Yeah. Which exactly. is fun. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck. That's wild. Yeah. That's a plant just stabilizing that itself. That is badass. Yeah. They're freaking cool. Oh, man. They are resilient unless, you know, you fuck them up. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I mean, I just bought myself a sensitive plant. Um, and a sensitive plant is the first plant I've ever, like, I ever noticed, even when my plant blindness. So I noticed this plant in kindergarten wow. on a field trip. Like one of the few things I remember besides like pulling a card and getting, you know, in trouble for hitting a kid for a crayon. Um, <laughs> besides that, also in kindergarten, we went on a field trip to a greenhouse. Oh, and shit, that's awesome. I remember them telling us to walk by this plant and touch it. And then the leaves would fold up when we touched it. Oh, what? And I was like, what and so then i would i did it and i just did it as many times as i could and i was like this is amazing so then when i started getting into plants later on in life and even before that i would just think back to that moment about that plant and i'm like that couldn't have been real you know i thought that in my head i made that up Mm -hmm. and i bought this plant and i did the unboxing of it maybe two or three weeks ago and just to be able to see that plant every day i have it in my bedroom i see it every time i wake up and i'm like man that is awesome and it's real um so i definitely don't touch it all the time but hugo will go and like walk around and you know mash his tail into it and the whole plant just folds up that's gnarly and so it's very cool it's like a protective feature that's a yeah, defense probably defense. right and yeah. even like calathea i'm talking you know miss diva plant miss diva plant the underside of her leaves are a different color and so oh. at nighttime the plant will fold up and I, we think it's to protect itself from predators and things like that but awesome. to me it's just if you know plants are reacting like that's crazy and i think there was even there was a study done on sensitive plants where they had this machine and they kept dropping the plant they dropped the plant 50 times um and around after the 50th time if not before that the plant just stopped um you know folding its leaves up because it realized it wasn't in danger oh my gosh they just it 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 was like okay it's fine you know you're gonna drop me but i'm not gonna fall over so it did that and so it realized that but then they got the plant and they shook the plant but instead of dropping it they shook it a different way and the leaves closed up again because they realized oh this is a different situation that's crazy it's, that's what i'm saying the plant the, the fact that plants have all this is really insane to me it's yeah. like a feed me seymour moment for sure not to mention like the ones who eat like flies and shit yeah like, venus fly traps are dope you know i love my yeah. venus fly trap and a pitcher plant right and a pitcher plant yeah they're i want one of those i mean they're really they're really cool i definitely want one for the back yeah if, if it will survive there because <laughs> flies are super annoying back there yeah and i mean here in here in south carolina um venus fly traps are native to south carolina it's one of the few places in the world that they will grow in the wild and they grow in these bog type situations so they yeah, like, we got they that like for it. sure yep, they like a lot of moisture they like a lot of humidity like a lot of sun all the things that south kakalaki has god damn don't we though yep <laughs> yep speaking of that this is a side tangent i saw the news today and they're like huge heat wave coming your way for like a week oh lord so heads up on your plant people we're gonna be like swamped in heat for a little bit yeah good to know good to know because at that point when it's so hot like that i do like to move my my plants out of that direct sun because they're just like they will fry steady bacon yeah, yeah they will bake 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 Ooh. some of them can handle it like banana banana tree out here mm-hmm. can handle all that sun all that intense sun but some of those things are will burn i am disappointed this thing does not actually produce bananas though yeah well eventually if it gets big enough oh. and then you fertilize it no oh. <laughs> which that, you don't that makes thing. sense you know you don't have to fertilize your plants but plants that fruit or flower do enjoy a little fertilization from time to time that makes sense and natural little, fertilizer yeah you know i like to use like um worm castings 
Hmm. in the top of my soil just amend the soil with that or there's like slow release fertilizer you know there's little like little beads yeah that you can just shake however many of those into your top of your plant and then you know poke in the soil and make sure they get a little you know nutrients um but yeah fertilizing is i'd say you can either take it or leave it you know mm -hmm. if you're obsessed with your plants do it even if you're obsessed with your plants don't do it see what happens observe that thing was there when we got here, so yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I might play with it. I don't know. Yeah, whatever you want to do with move it, move it over it's there. It's gonna love you. It looks happy, so. Oh yeah, definitely. So it's it gets good. an interesting amount of light, I suppose. Yeah, it does. That and big ass oak is just all. It's over getting the that dapple, that dappled sunlight all day. Yeah. So no plants really mad about that. True. All right, what else have we got on this list? Number two, they can reduce stress. That's, I agree. Uh, uh, yeah, it says it's putting it around like your work desk area. It helps with fatigue, lowers people's heart rate, blood pressure, and respiratory problems. Well, we, that makes sense with the purified air and whatnot. Yeah, yeah that's pretty cool. To me, yeah. that's like to me that's going to a botanical garden. Mm -hmm. If you just ever take the time to go to a botanical garden, you will probably leave with a happier sense of feeling. You know, like. I love going to the Opryland Hotel in Nashville, Tennessee. They've mm. got plants everywhere and i for some reason that used to always be a place that i'll always want you know I, like my parents take me every year take me every year you know when we lived in nashville please take me we'd always go and i didn't really realize why i loved it so much because i wasn't a plant person back then i just mm. loved all the christmas lights but then i went back as my adult self <laughs> and i was shook i was like wow and i was identifying all the plants i was like oh my gosh look at that calavia oh my gosh look at that bird's nest fern oh my gosh look at that philodendron like <laughs> losing my mind because that whole place is like a huge terrarium Oh, and you're yeah. walking over bridges and there's a ferry in there there's waterfalls and there's plants growing near these waterfalls what? it's sick that is massive it's so sick and it's at the Aubreyland Hotel in Nashville and it's just it's really next level oh my god yeah. the only like the closest thing I've been to that is one of the plantations uh, Magnolia maybe has yeah. a greenhouse mm -hmm. I walked through that I thought yeah. that was incredible and Cypress Gardens has one Oh, I haven't been. They have a to butterfly it garden. When they fixed it, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, Ever since they redone, it's been really tight. They have a bunch of. I heard it's amazing. Animals, plants. We had our like a photo shoot there not so long ago. Dope, seriously dope. Oh man, I forgot about that. But yeah, plants can do so much for your for your well being. You know, that's why I feel like you know old people enjoy gardening. Mm -hmm. It gives people something to look forward to every day, something that they're waking up for and checking on and realizing this thing won't survive if I don't do what I need to do. Right, so it gets you out of bed. It's yeah. a purpose, a sense of purpose for sure. It's like a another living organism with you that makes right. sense you, yeah. don't, you don't feel as lonely i think yeah and then you don't, don't get as, you don't get as disappointed when it when it dies on you yeah you know if a goldfish died on me i'd be really 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 sad if a oh, plant really? dies on me i'm just like well next time oh i feel the same way about fish like oh it's just a fish see that's why i never have see, i've tried to have fish before oh. within like three days done gone. yeah they gone but i you can't put a whole bunch of fish in the same fish tank because they do the same thing. They like emit weird shit and kill other fish because of they bought. I don't know. It's fucking weird. Anyway, I didn't do my research. I just went to the fucking pet store and I'm like, I want all of these things, and I screwed myself over. Well, there you go. That no research, it'll get you every time. Yeah, I was a dumb high school kid. <laughs> I said, um, oh yeah, let's talk about this. Having uh like vegetable fruit like produce plants inside, like I've the blues my mind. It says tomatoes, avocados, carrots, lemons, and mandarin oranges are great indoor like produce plants, and that's crazy to me. I feel like those things have to be outside. It's really crazy to me too because um I have like an avocado plant um that was grown from seed, and I brought it inside for the winter. It could have stayed outside. But I was like, nah, I'm gonna I'm bring it inside. And I brought it inside and it was like, it looks so sad. You know, it just mm -hmm. wasn't getting what it, what, it, what I feel like it wanted. So I don't, I'm not a big like edible plant person because there is a lot of work that goes into it. Like my blueberry bush stays outside all year. Mm -hmm. My peach tree is in the ground. It grows inside all year. But I feel like a lot of these, a lot of these things you can start inside. Like you can start an avocado seed inside. You can start, you know, these other, this mandarin orange sprout indoors yeah, if you really want. Yeah. Um, if you, if you do this greenhouse effect on it, you know, you'll need to put like a Tupperware container over it and miss the inside of it or whatever. And even give it grow lights. You know, if I had edible plants 
indoors, I would have grow lights. And I already have one grow light. Okay. As in grow light, you can literally go buy a bulb. I bought this bulb from Walmart and it's a purple bulb. And I screwed it into a lamp that I already had and I planted and excuse me, I pointed at my plants that need like extra light. Mm -hmm. Um, But I really only use it during the winter time because I get sufficient light in my house spring and summer and fall typically. Um, And during fall, it's often enough warm enough for me to you know just leave them outside anyways oh yeah for sure but when i bring a lot of these outdoor plants in you better believe i'm using a grow light to supplement the light and so i feel like those situations yeah great for indoors but you also need a grow light because they need a lot more light than i'm sure your house has That's what I was especially thinking if you're too. living in like an apartment situation or something like that you know plants don't yeah. they want some more than that I figure if they're producing things that we can eat, they need, like, way more. Yeah, like limes. I've seen people do, like, Meyer lemon trees inside and, Mm. like, lime trees. I'm like, man, you guys are bold. Yeah. That's nuts. It'd be so, like, well, yeah. It was weird to, look at this picture. It's like a super tiny mandarin orange thing. It literally says a dwarf orange indoor plant. Yeah. So, I guess if you're getting dwarf plants who's gonna eat grape sized oranges come on get out of here <laughs> let me peel these oranges really quick it's already annoying to peel a regular orange yeah <laughs> it's like a baby now um, number four says pretty house decor like obviously yeah yeah you just de- decorate with plants and that's it number five is what we already touched on the sleeping better yeah that's super cool yeah. same thing of like health and whatnot like mm-hmm. heart rate blood pressure they help fight colds it says it's good for you that they help keep humidity so that you don't get like a dry cough or like dry nose and all that stuff so it's like better for our uh, respiratory system i guess it's true it's true um because you'll literally take plants and group them together like i told you they enjoy the humidity um if you have three plants that all enjoy humidity group those plants together because that raises the humidity around them mm. so it makes sense that as a living person we would also benefit from being beside them because oh. yeah oh, i'm gonna get yeah go check on it it's no problem what what you doing actually where are you it sounded like it's coming from there He good. Must be real good. Oh, he loves getting in the cabinets. But it just takes him forever to actually get in the cabinet. Right. Yeah, that is cool. I didn't think about that. I never considered... I never, I never thought about it either. I never honestly thought about it. Yeah, we have so much humidity down here already. I'm like, fuck, I don't want more humidity. But it's such a good point. Because I do notice whenever I leave, like, if I have my fan blown directly on me, or I leave, like, my ceiling fan on full blast, and... I'm a weirdo. I like to cover my head when I sleep. Yeah, that makes sense. So I, I create like my own little humidity bubble. But if I forget to do that because I was drinking all night, then I will definitely wake up with like a dryer like throat or whatever to dry out. So man, fuck, it made so much sense when I read that. Like, yeah, yeah, it keeps things moist. I mean, that's why even during um, like summertime when it is kind of drier inside of your home from the air conditioning units and things like that or even in the winter time you know your your heat is on all the time mm-hmm. i like to just have a humidifier in my house for those diva plants and mm-hmm. for my diva self because the air is getting dry so you just want to add moisture to the air even though you don't love to feel humid inside um it never really gets to that point it just kind of just keeps the air circulating yeah which that's why humidifiers are important people are like oh humidifiers are great for your health you know for get, fighting colds and things a plant is doing the same thing yeah i literally just put that together as you were saying that i was like oh fuck we actually have machines to do that too See? makes sense comes around <laughs> i just out. never thought about it yeah i feel like if you have like the humidity going on and you have like a lot of plants around you like it's it just feels different yeah like you know it's like oh yeah we're all sharing the space together exactly a happy cohabitation it's all happy yeah. it's all happy and all good that's how i feel with plants plants make me happy and that's number seven it just help well-being yeah yeah see i just it gives me something to look forward to all the time and so like even my pool in my backyard i have like all the plants surrounding the pool totally forgot you had a pool <laughs> so then like yeah you gotta come over yeah. and so i'm like floating around in the pool and then just like oh look at that one and i'll be like josh come you know so every day i'm reporting to my husband what the plants are doing <laughs> 
and I know that he's not really stoked about it, but I am, and he should know. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like he totally is the type of person that is stoked because you're stoked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all definitely feed off of each other's energy. Yeah, so he sees they make me happy, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, He'll buy me plants for you know Christmas or my birthday, and they're these plants that I would never buy for myself. They're like large, um, like tall, huge plants that are like tropical plants Yeah. that I would never buy for myself because I'd be like, dude, he's not going to let me have one of those. Like, it's huge. And then he buys me like a huge like dragon Madagascar tree and I'm just like, oh, oh wow. Yes. Awesome. So you do like my plant habit. Hell yeah. It's better than flowers, man. Flowers don't last that long at all. I know. Uh, I was just talking to Wade. So he got all of his good stuff from the Ace Hardware. Yeah. He's like, if you go to Lowe's or Home Depot, their gardening section or like outdoor plant area, it's just flowers. Flowers all day. And we were looking around like, all oh, these die and they don't come back. So why would I go through all this trouble? But I mean, if you're trying to make a house look pretty to sell it, yeah. sure. Right. But it's not worth the investment, in my opinion, like flowers. No, yeah. And a lot of your house plants that you have will will and can flower. We brought up the Venus flytrap earlier. Mm-hmm. The Venus flytrap flowers. Hmm. You I know? didn't know that. It, they don't always encourage it to flower. They're always like, ooh, it takes a lot of energy from the actual traps if you let it flower. Oh. I let mine flower this year, and it's looking pretty okay. And two flowers. let it flower? I let it flower, as in when I saw the buds coming, I didn't cut them back. Oh. Is that? Oh, shit. Some oh. people cut them. All right, I have one more final thing because we're almost at an hour already. Okay. Bonsai trees. Oh, bonsai is a mystery to me as well. That's uh, not something that I've gotten my hands in the dirt with um, because it, it seems like it can be kind of tricky. I, I know it's a nonstop because you're like curating this entire yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So I, I've been, I'm just on the on the cusp of that. I'm just checking that out still not really all the way in but i have a bonsai pot that i could eventually do something with um i had one of my like guys that i follow on instagram he had did this little bonsai challenge like if you had this certain plant like start bonsaiing it mm-hmm. so i did i'm like this just looks really sad like it just oh. looks like a sad plant uh, just because it's so you skimmy. can do it with any kind of plant i guess that you can huh. like i said i haven't really like experimented into that or looked into that at all but ones that like have this branching quality about them are better than other plants like so you can't you i wouldn't say you can bonsai a pothos you know your common pothos that like trails that's Mm -hmm. a plant that's meant to trail so that's not something that's branching as much as like a jade tree would be good for something like that you know some things that are more of like a, a tree you know like like i said branching that have like stems and things like that um, you know, you could like a Norfolk Island pine, you could bonsai that if you wanted to. That's but, crazy. But for me, I'm just like, yo, I just want to see the plants get as huge as possible. Like, I don't want them to be like little babies. You can't. Oh, <laughs> that's a good point. I don't huh? want children or babies. And I listened to a podcast about it. This was like years ago, so I don't really remember the important information. But I know it's one of those nonstop, like, because I think in. I don't know if it's Japanese or Chinese culture where bonsai was the most popular, but being given a gift of a bonsai tree was like one of the highest like gifts Re- that you regarded could. Regarded things. Yeah, because you have one person that has literally like curated this, this tree for years and years. And I think that's one of the things with this specific style is that you have to like be super attentive to it, which probably is great for like elderly people who can't like move around a lot right just gives their attention to something yeah but you also you and josh go on a lot of trips too so maybe maybe not a bonsai tree yeah i don't well and and so like my you know i like to give people plants as well but my favorite thing to gift people is like cuttings that i've propagated yeah you know like propagating plants is so so easy so that's why i tell people like do not give up on your plant even if you feel like your plant is like dying and it's done Put that thing outside and it might come back to life on you. Mm. You know, I've seen plants. My plants have done that before. One of my plants had like one leaf left and I was like, what did I do? I was like, all right, dude, I'm just going to throw it outside and I'm going to watch it and see what happens. And sure enough, it is like growing back into its best life. Looks better than when I got it. Um, Just because I didn't give up on it. And, you know, like, and I go back to propagating plants. If your plant is doing really well and really healthy, snip a piece of that baby off, 
take off the bottom leaves and put it in some water and like regrow that plant so that if anything happens to the mother plant, you got the other baby plant. That's dope. And I gift those to my friends because it's so easy. It's you just too easy. Stick it in the earth. You just stick it in the water. I like sticking mine in water oh, so okay. I can wash wash the roots grow. Um, some people like to do soil, but I prefer water so I can see what's happening with the root system. Huh. Because if you mess with it too much and you have soil and you don't have any roots, then it might not have a root on you. Plants like that darkness hmm. to be able to root. Um, okay. If you don't give them darkness. I don't know why I just assumed it needed soil, but I guess really what it wants is the water. Well, you there's three different types of propagation. There's soil, air, and water propagation. Hmm. Air propagation is the coolest thing in my opinion. That's the newest thing that I've been doing is getting little succulent leaves and putting them up in my windowsill and just put it, keeping them on like a little terracotta saucer, something to keep it real dry. And those puppies will just start to root for you. You will see the roots what? off of this plant. Just like how, 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 explain. Oh my well, god. I can't. Yeah. It's magic. That's dope. And then all of a sudden there's just there's more, you know, you will see a baby plant come from that. So at that point, you just throw that baby on soil, let it take off. Fucking A. That's it's dope. awesome. It's fantastic. So the fact that you have three ways to try it. So if you get three different leaves and try a different method with all of them, you know, you'll just be amazed. I'm super stoked now because I can I'm definitely going to look into getting my own plant now. Yeah. And I can just refer to this. And yes. Like, all right. What did Tiffany say about the situation? Like, oh, yeah. All right. All right. Exactly. And if you have any questions, you know how to find me. Oh, yeah. I am DMable. I am messageable. Do all those things. I have people reaching out all the time like, oh, yo, what do I need to do with this plant? And I'm like, yo, I got you. Like, love it. Well, drop your Instagram. Except it's my name. T-I-F-Y-A-N-E. Yeah. I can also put this in the description. That's it. Shit, it's just Tiffany? That's it, dog. Damn, that's amazing. There's only one me. That's it. You <laughs> Google so that, ain't nobody else got this thing spelling. That's what. so true. I tell you. <laughs> well, fuck, I really appreciate you being on the podcast. Yes, of course. Thank you for having me. Thank you for talking plants with me. My favorite subject. Oh, my God, it was so much fun. Yeah. Like, I wish we had more. Enjoy it. Oh, yeah. That's so good. Hey, if, uh, if y'all don't have a lot of plants in your house, what the fuck are you doing? Get on it. <laughs> like, I need more plants. You need more plants. We all need more plants. Let's Let's do this. All right. Bye. Thank you again. Yes, of course. Because you suck, Jimmy.